Mic check one two one two. It's the homie Coleman coming out of the zoo, bitches. What's up, everybody? Uh, doing some ad reads today. It is three o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and I'm drinking a beer. You know why? Because we just had the midterm election. Um, no, not really. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I the only thing I have to say before we start the ads. I know this is a little unconventional for the show, but I'm heated. Not even heated. I'm just, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that it was close. I'm shocked. I can't believe people are just like, yeah, cool, man. It's it's insane. I know I'm a libertarian. It doesn't matter. I know Hank is going to hate me for doing this at the beginning of his episode. Hopefully not. I'm just kidding. Anyways, our first sponsor, Stutterbox Productions. Trying to find your next spot for a show or event. Look no further, because Stutterbox Productions is here to help. If you're looking for a solid team of people to get you started with your next performance or event, this is the company to contact. They're always busy and in motion behind the scenes in the Midwest and have plenty of shows lined up. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Stutterbox Productions' Facebook page for all of your needs today. Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. Can provide you with top tier effects. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Gorilla Graphics Design Agency can provide you with top tier effects and production value. Their team has everything you can ask for, including professional equipment and a stellar impact from top to bottom. And that team is including yours truly, head editor, head behind the scenes. I believe head. We haven't really discussed that, but I'm throwing it out there. It's it's official now. There's no turning back. Head over to GorillaGraphics.com for all of your designing today. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-G-R-F-X.com. I'm so bad with that. I was a bartender, and like I was so bad at my job because I couldn't remember names or drinks. Mm, that'll only, get you. The only money I made, I drank. <laughs> and tips i'd get a little i'm like all right and it's just because he loves drinking the job you know yeah so why no. not yeah no that totally makes sense i i, I can't imagine now having like because dr- working drunk is just fucking like you get so stressed so easily i feel like mm. like mm. you get to the point where you're like i'm supposed to be relaxed because like i don't know when you when you do like marijuana before I work, it like enables you to focus and you can like do your things in a good time. Mm-hmm. But when you're drinking, it's like you're doing something that's meant to relax while doing work, and so you're like you're like almost fighting. Like you're like the whole time, you're like why am I doing this right now? I should be just chilling. So I understand how people can just drink and work. I, I would know. say like um, when I smoke, I get like mad anxiety like oh for real yeah oh, oh yeah well, i'm sorry man no you're good no i d- i took i took this on willingly i uh i made the choice to face my fear but uh yeah dude i get crazy like i get whacked out on wild ideas yeah dude damn well that's gonna be my goal now is to freak you the fuck no, I'm no. he's gonna make me watch like a japanese horror film <laughs> Some like really gruesome shit. <laughs> We're just getting interlaced porn with like 
cutting up dead bodies and you're you're by the end you're gonna be driving home you're gonna be like catatonic the like flattest drive the most boring drive and i'm just like reliving everything i've seen i like almost hit a deer but it just like crosses just in time i don't even notice i'm just like pitch black cruising you commit suicide for the episode even comes out (laughs) we put out a little disclaimer like guys i admit this one went a little too far (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i didn't i'm just i can't enjoy (laughs) i can't fucking do it i can't fucking do it anymore Uh, ladies and gentlemen hank welbert right welter welter god no you're good Hank Welter? Welter. Welter. Hank yeah. Welter. Oh and it's... God, is it Colton? <laughs> Caleb. Me? Yeah. Coleman. Coleman. Coleman? Really? Coleman? Oh, shit. You wouldn't think looking at me, but yeah, my name is Coleman. Coleman. I like yeah. that. That's a good name, though. Yeah. No. Coleman McAllister. I mean, I'm named that for my father, which is, uh, you know... That's pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I guess ideologically, I I I always joke about having my kid be Coleman the Third, but uh-huh. I don't think I would do that. I, do Do you want kids? I want kids. Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. How what What's your dream goal? Like, how many kids are you thinking? What's your if you were to picture yourself with your fan, like with your future family, what does it look like? Probably like two or three kids, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you have to have a decent amount, otherwise they get kind of weird, you know. <laughs> They gotta kind of like get each other in line, you know. Yeah, three is probably that threshold because I grew up in a family of four. Oh, really? And look at me, I'm. <laughs> You're doing great, man. Oh, thank you. You're doing good. <laughs> well, hey, cheers to that. Man. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, cheers. as you're grabbing your water. <laughs> you're trying to hydrate and be a be a good person, and I make you make you drink. I'm just trying to stay balanced, man. That's good. That's smart. I'm like someone who like I'm like a nervous sipper. So if I'm like same, same in social situations, I'll just like pew, 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 and then it just like whoosh rushes yeah. in. Man, I have that problem too, dude. That's that's the thing about like shows. Like I I'm kind of mm-hmm. in the middle of a break with shows right now because I get to a point where I get so shit faced every time. Toward the end, I was getting a little better with it, but I don't know. It's yeah. a I I feel like sh- I I I'm just in a phase right now where I need to take a break. Yeah. Do you do you uh you know because we. You know, we just did an episode. You so to some context for those who may not know, you're part of Reggae Rapids, and mm-hmm. we did an episode at um, at your festival. Yeah, or uh, not your festival. Wasn't it but Briar it Patch? Briar think? Patch Festival. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, Briar Patch. That was a sick little fest. That was. It was. Uh, I. You know, I ended up um, dipping just because I had. You know, I had shit going on early yeah. in the morning. I. But uh, you know, it it was a really good vibe and like really just like you know it it was just like a. Um, a little patch like a, in the woods mm-hmm. with a cabin and mm-hmm. like and just a little like oval like everybody could just chill and have their blanket yeah. and everybody's just hanging out it's super vibey back there <sighs> super vibey super aesthetic back there hell yeah hell it's yeah. got a good kind of back back country iowa sort of feel and the stage is really the stage is cool very very cool <laughs> it's in like a nice little natural alcove the only thing i will say is it got hot dude it was fucking hot yeah, like i was like sweaty well, it's kind of hot you know i do remember that yeah and i got flashed by some chick she's just like <laughs> sticking her shit out the door there's like a little cabin scene and she's just like fucking i look back there's just like a tit i'm like oh shit <laughs> what the fuck 
picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Hey, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking pervert? <laughs> you just showing it. <laughs> Do you think if you show it, you that gives a pass to take a picture? Um, <laughs> not necessarily. I don't think so either. No, just <laughs> it's like a spur. Of the, it's like a yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that is kind of a weird one. I'm just being controversial, but yeah, people are. I don't know. <laughs> Controversy. That's the thing I can never understand about women. Like, um, that, like, complex of, like, showing off your body. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not like that at all. No. Remotely. No. I'm not either. That is kind of a weird thing I've noticed. It's like, uh, it is weird. Like, so much of, like, social media is, like, borderline porn. It's, like, crazy. Oh, yeah. 110%. It's like, damn and like it's so easy to get sucked into that shit but then when you think about it it's like man this is just some like some like person with a family and like i don't know and they're fucking selling their body on it's like weird i don't know yeah yeah no it it is really easy to get removed from the reality of these people that like are in that industry yeah like uh so when i was going through my divorce i was kind of like like we didn't fuck or anything, but we kind of just was just hanging out with the stripper for a little bit, mm-hmm. and like her lifestyle was just such a turn off to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I can imagine. really, really light coke, and I'm not like into coke at all. That's so. dangerous, man. Yeah, for real, for real. That's really dangerous. Yeah, just and just overall, just like not the type of person that was like I I couldn't really see myself. Like, no. Because it, it, it's it's attractive, like the whole like you know porn stripper type of thing is attractive um you know from afar but when you really yeah. like kind of zone in on it and yeah it's just crazy a bit. it's interesting i'm actually i'm actually on like a no porn kick right now nice dude yeah i think fucking I, based yeah <laughs> 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 fucking based dude honestly though like i think porn is genuinely toxic for your brain mm. like it's like uh you're basically just like simulated sexing yourself so you're like not actually getting pussy and then tricking your brain into thinking you're getting pussy and so you're like i'm satisfied with being a piece of shit because i can just go online and get like my dopamine rush my, yeah my pussy uh, tablets yeah well I'm like it, it is interesting though because like i do think it can help like spicing up relationships like i think people can use it healthily really i don't think you you don't think so i don't know i guess i haven't really like i feel like when you're having sex with someone you should just like work on it's like a, a thing you build as a unit you know you gotta yeah but i mean you're you're not like involving other people you're just kind of like playing on that fantasy i guess i don't yeah i guess i don't know it, it, and honestly i mean what it comes down to is like everyone being consent consenting adults right obviously. and whatever's the... your thing is your thing man exactly whatever you want to do just do it you know <laughs> just feel it out man but yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I like I said, I think I think people should be able to have it, but um, it, it is something that's toxic. I think something that I've really wanted to stop doing for a while, so I'm kind of on that. Yeah, on that journey. Yeah, well, and I've heard some stuff. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, there's enough amateur stuff where it's probably not always the case, but like, I know there's a lot of like exploitation and oh sure like fucked up shit in the porn industry. Sure, sure. I I will say I think that's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um. I like and like you know as you allude to like amateur like I think as as it gets more that is like the positive of it going more independent is like <clears throat> people aren't necessarily exploited or like 
Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was probably the biggest yaw I think I once took. Really? <laughs> I think I gotta. Sorry, I'm not. I'm just fucking. <laughs> Coleman, Ooh. shut the fuck up. No, that's not. That was not the implication at all. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. I'm trying to get more oxygen, man. I'm trying to get flowing. Get the juices pumping through. Yeah, the brain. no, I don't want you to take that as like a no. Fucking, this guy's so boring, you guys. I don't know why he still makes a podcast. This guy fucking sucks. Nah, I'm just talking shit, man. That's funny. That's funny. No, I, I mean, you know, it happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I've had times where I've yawned at guests and like they, they probably have the same thoughts. Like, what the fuck? They're like, what the hell is wrong with this, this guy? Yeah, yeah that, I didn't that, even... that drive from Sea Rabbits can get. I mean, I, can, I can see you get tired after that. It's, it's not too bad. Like, it's a quick two-hour type of deal. But it does move quick. Yeah. And if you listen to something, it's pretty easy to zone out. But it's just like, there's just like nothing out there, man. That's wild. Like the one of the like very when I was on tour, we were I was on tour with Reggae Rapids in like May through like June. Mm-hmm. It was like the first time I'd ever been on tour, like a real like cross country tour, and like the crazy amount of just like empty space like freaked me out so much when I was like. I was just thinking of like going through the desert and it's so dry and arid and there's like no water anywhere and like people fucking marched through that shit to get to California. Like that's fucking wild. Like that would sounds like a fucking nightmare, man. Like I was thinking about breaking down even on our van, like on the side of the road, like even just being outside at all just like would suck. Like you would get sunburned to shit and like it was like that's crazy man there's all this like empty space yeah man when he gets in the mountains of like the west coast like it gets all that shit gets crazy like yeah you know getting up there yeah all that what's what's the longest i think you guys probably answered this on the pod but what's the longest that you guys have done on tour like the longest amount of time yeah in i one, don't know in one run i mean this was my first one i think they did two other ones i think oh did you recently join yeah i joined okay two years ago oh, okay, okay yeah so i'm like i'm one of the newer members okay jason and i are like some of the uh, he was in there before i was okay but, so let me yeah. ask you that how how has that felt like kind of like you know uh kind of joining in not really necessarily late to the party but like you know there's always something established and you kind of mm-hmm. like um how's that felt it's been interesting it's been interesting to kind of plug into because like Excuse me. Um, no, see, now I'm yawning at myself. Um, no, it's been interesting to, like, kind of plug in and, like, like be a part of something that's, like, becoming new and, like, kind of figuring itself out. And, like, I think Reggae Rapids has, like, a really good, like, they've got a really good feel. Like, when things lock in with that band, like, they're one of my favorite bands to play with because, like, everybody starts clicking with each other and, like there's so much shit going on everybody's like layering in and doing their own thing but it works with everybody else and it's like it's like an amazing kind of jam uh that i don't get with some other bands and like so there's like a lot of potential and uh 
we just kind of got to get ourselves kind of figured out. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, that's how I feel about it. But I like Reggae Rapids a lot. I like those guys a lot. And like, I know that they're good dudes because like we were together on tour for like a month, and like we never had any major like confrontations. Like everything was chill. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like everybody had bad moments. Like, but overall, it was just like an amazing time. Like everything was good the good the dudes were good the vibes are good like everybody's connecting genuinely like it was a good time like damn hell yeah man well you know that's the thing that was impressed to me um you know upon me you guys it's like you guys all seem to be very like you know homey mm-hmm. humble like just very you know open people easy to talk to you know and you know to this day the biggest episode live that we've had like six people and you guys all were like you know, very willing to talk and just, you know, be, you know, friendly. And yeah. Yeah. You guys have a good thing going. You have a good vibe. Thanks, man. Yeah. I really hope I can, uh, I, I need to talk to Zach about, um, A, doing another episode and B, uh, doing something with, um, when you guys do your next, uh, festival. You were, mm-hmm. We were kind of talking about it before the episode, but like, oh, yeah. Um, you guys recently, you did that the same week in the field trip. You guys yep. did a, what was it called again? Um, give me a second here. <laughs> Farm Fresh. <laughs> I was so better barefoot. I get grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is something. <laughs> That's also never happened on the podcast. Really? No. Wow. I, don't, I don't think anyone mid podcast has just been like, hold on. <laughs> Killing the game, dog. Killing the game. I'm fucking killing the game, dude. I fucking I'm love fucking it. I'm fucking killing the game, dude. <laughs> so anyway, Farm Fresh. Farm Fresh, yeah. Farm Fresh is sick. That Farm Fresh was like my first like real festival. Like it was like it was such a vibe, man. It's so homey. Like I love how like friendly everyone is. Like people will feed you and fucking mm. give you blankets and like check up on you and like if you're having a bad time, somebody can be there and they'll help you out. And like, people are trustworthy and like, and the music is good. Like, and the vibes between the musicians and the crowd are good. Like, it's a good little festival. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. I didn't get to spend as much time at the one this year, which was a bummer because I double buck myself like a dumbass. Oh, you're looking to, as of late, I've been the king of, like, double booking and oh, God. technical difficulties so and everything, easy. man. It is so easy. So easy to do. You, like, you offhandly just tell someone, yeah, I'll do that. And then you're like, whoa, fuck, yeah. that's on this day. I need somebody to just, like, yell at me about my calendar. <laughs> I'll just, like, pay somebody and be like, right. hey, can I do this? Uh, No, you've already got something else. <laughs> fuck. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. And then wake up in the morning and then she's like, yeah. You got this today and this and this and this and then this and I'll be like, okay, all right, sign it off and let's do it. Whatever. Yeah. I need I need I need my own little assistant. I need mm-hmm. my own my own Monica Lewinsky. I need that. <laughs> I just need a little, mo- little, little Monica. Monica there. There. Throw a little Monica in there, yeah. A little Monica in my life. Remember that fucking song, Mambo number five? Song. Do you remember that fucking Stuart Little movie? Anybody Hell remember yeah. that that's shit? That's why I always that's Nostalgia. why I was correlating. What's that? <laughs> that's why I always correlate with. But you know it's severely underrated. Song. Dude, that song fucking slaps, dude. Dude, that, that bass song is so good. I'll be fucking like 
like as an adult i'll be just like bumping that in the street just driving through wherever and people be like i don't give a fuck uh, that what are you gonna do slaps. about it dude a little just firing bit rounds into the air in <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking my one number five that's right motherfucker <laughs> I'm a number five. More like five bullets. Five bullets every time. <laughs> <laughs> My number five pistol. I don't know. My Magnum 45. There we go. There we go. Magnum 45. Do you shoot cool. guns? I do. Not often, but I do enjoy shooting guns yeah i haven't done since i was like 16 i always i always got homies that really? that like are like yeah we'll go to the range and it just never happened oh yeah i don't know i uh i don't really want to own a gun because i've had mental health issues in the past mm-hmm. and i just feel like um you know i i fully support anyone's right to bear arms and yeah. i think that's great um but just for me personally i'd rather like like if i was in that situation i'd rather have like higher security mm. than like own a weapon yeah um i mean obviously that's expensive i'm not <laughs> that's really expensive man yeah yeah for real um but you know it, it, i i I have no, I just never had the opportunity since I was like I went to I was at like a camp like a summer camp we did like shooting there mm-hmm. we shot little twenty twos mm-hmm. they always they always demonstrate they always told us about like stories where like you like shoot someone and like, like how dangerous they are like oh, you yeah. shoot someone and, like it bounces off a bone and like goes up rips through their whole body yeah you know twenty twos kind of like it's more it does more damage than you'd think they really do I mean guns in general are well just, yeah <laughs> they're so dangerous <laughs> they're so fucking dangerous man. Like you really have to be responsible with guns. Yeah, you really do. I've yeah. You there's some man. You really got to be focused. Yeah. What's your What's your position on the the gun issue? Um, I mean, I think ultimately, guns need to be legal, like because, like, you. I mean, minus, like, crazy weaponry, but I feel like the goal of the Second Amendment was to, like, make sure people could, if needed, rise up against the government. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean, you can be like, oh, well, you know, AR-15s aren't going to stop the government. Think about drones. I mean, probably, but, like, at least you have a shot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, but let me ask you, so you, going back, because, like, so some context i'm a libertarian mm-hmm. <laughs> some crazy no i'm kidding no you're uh, no kidding. i uh, like, i think i knew you were a libertarian yeah like i really don't like um like what joe jorgensen did which was like you know everybody should have a tank like i really hate that kind of messaging yeah. like i i like that's not the fo- in my mind that's not the focus of being libertarians like, right giving everybody tanks like <laughs> get the fuck out of here well you're supposed to earn them dude <laughs> the whole point is that you get a job or you build a business and then you earn your tank yeah i mean yeah. that I it's could, not cheap dude yeah i mean that I, might be a good like barriers to entry like you have to prove your ability to say run a tank and then you know then all right buddy if you're gonna maintain it you're gonna run a crew you know you're gonna protect the borders of iowa from tyranny <laughs> You're you're good to go, dude. Fuck yeah. Can you imagine that civil war between like South Dakota and Iowa or something? Like <laughs> Honestly, the entire state it like just comes up and it's like a four hour battle. <laughs> that would be honestly that would be so wild. That would be so fucking wild if we were just like warring states. I think that's kinda what the founding fathers wanted, I think. 
and you know and this goes back to me being libertarian man because like yeah. i was uh, and we kind of talked about this a little bit too like you know being more cons- like you know conservative minded like there's mm-hmm. something about the republican party that has failed a lot of people mm-hmm. so there's kind of this you know amongst younger people you know it's it's been there for a while but like you know there's a real rise amongst young people this move of libertarianism i think it's great mm-hmm. yeah yeah join today no. <laughs> i would say like the goal for like me politically is like some sort of balance like yeah well that's important too because sure. i feel like um i feel like uh big corporations like kind of run a lot of things from behind the scenes yeah you know what i mean like they're involved in all of our politics and just like there's like it feels like they have a lot of control over stuff that's important like your food and like fucking media and all this kind of shit and then they own the government too it's like fucking you know yeah yeah but that's the thing though is like i i I believe that those corporations are able to continue you know in that direction because of government I, yeah. I think if there wasn't the government powering, not that I'm saying that there should be no government, but if they did not have that, you know, side hand, we're going to have this government make all these laws and these loopholes for yeah. us to c- keep conducting in these ways. If they didn't have that apparatus, in theory, if these companies acted maliciously, acted poorly, mm-hmm. then they would naturally fail. Because, like, if Wa- I always use this example, if Walmart today was like, no more black people. We're not, or or let's do a Kanye. No more Jews. No more Jews in Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Who who would would you go to Walmart? I would stop going to Walmart. No. I'd be like fuck Walmart. You know what I mean? But what if you like? What if you're in a small town? You don't have an option. And that's and that's a valid point too. But I, and I guess my argument would be: I think eventually another business would come about. You know, it, like whether that's you have to go to the next town and like you know conduct business there or whatever you know finding those other means um i think as a side temporary option is still better than like a government run um industry yeah yeah that's a good point that would be my argument um however like you know if when it comes to things like you know like um like child exploitation yeah like um you know pedophilia etc 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 like that's kind of where I also struggle with libertarianism because there is not a market value for children except through um, a slavery type of um, apparatus. So it's kind of a it's it's a slippery slope to just say like oh we're just gonna have that rely on the market like yeah you know that um that's dangerous yeah I think so I think having a government apparatus that can at least attempt to prevent that I think that's also needed for sure. I mean. Uh sorry man <laughs> no I, you're not boring me i'm genuinely like i'm genuinely like I'm trying to you know charge my brain up i promise i'm not like i'm not bored i genuinely want to have this conversation uh but i was gonna say let's say for devil's advocate that you like privatize like the regulatory part of it you know like you privatize i don't know i don't know if i want to go down this thought path never mind no, okay, I see what you're saying. So, like, it's so like the apparatus that makes these decisions. Like, if you were to just pr- like privatize it, I mean, well, that's that's communism, right? What? So, if you have like a, a government apparatus that's privatized, that's communism. Well, I'm saying like just like private, completely private businesses doing that sort of regulatory stuff. 
Oh, I see. So, okay, but like, what that's was... like a fucking ridiculous line of libertarianism. I think it's like the no regulatory, like from the government at all. Like everything is private. So like, police private, fire fire private, road management private. Like, I guess you could say censorship or like, I don't know how you would have. It probably have to be like a church or something to do like don't sleep with 16 year olds or you know what i mean like pedophilia is bad like yeah well okay so so as a libertarian i do kind of believe that um like okay let's take the police for instance um the majority of why the police are doing what they are today is because of drugs and guns Uh which in a libertarian society those things are both legal um really the only thing you would need police for is for malicious activity and i mean i would say like the police would be used for like like a town's military like if you have like a gang problem or something then the police are like let's get this out of here sure but okay but okay but let's go to the gangs though why do gangs form it's because they're not it's forming around a black market mm-hmm. product they, they're doing they're they're selling drugs or prostitution or gambling yeah that's the reason that they're gangs if you have all those things legal if you do not if you leave the black market there's no reason that for there to be a gang i've had this argument with other people and you know mm-hmm. they there there is kind of like the um the idea of like the brotherhood or fa- you know family aspect that's in a gang like i understand that yeah. but like i have a hard time believing that the violence would be the same if the black market was not there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess I would say just like... Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I was going to say, like, look at other places where, like, drugs aren't... Well, yeah, there are places where drugs are all legal and like bad shit doesn't happen but or like i guess never mind i don't know where i'm going <laughs> guys we've gone too far yeah <laughs> can't, can't handle it <laughs> so uh i'm just kidding no, so <laughs> well, I, like, I like to you know i like to fuck around you know? yeah that's my thing um what do you think about kanye we were kind of talking about. Did you listen to his uh, recent appearance on Lex? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was uh, that was pretty wild, man. Yeah, I mean, just how blatantly the the racism is. <laughs> yeah, know? I was like, he, he like tripled fucking down on yep. this shit, man. Yeah, he man, really did. I wish they would have talked about who actually did fuck him over, like who actually like the name, yeah, the producers and stuff that fucked Kanye over. Well, that's the, that's the problem with Kanye though is he wasn't really interested in that. He just wanted to keep yeah. like because he like Lex actually gave him the opportunity multiple times to just like like name these people. He's yeah. like, no, nah, man, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, man, that was a uh, that was a lot. It was crazy. It was crazy. And you know, it really kind of like uh, excuse me, uh, it really like hurts black people in a way. You know, it really just kind of like, um, you know, this idea that like black people can't be racist is now completely shattered. Like Kanye has completely <laughs> thrown that out the window. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't think like, you know, Kanye is not necessarily necessarily like a liaison of the black community. Like, oh, sure, sure. He's not just an individual dude. Like everybody's got crazy dudes, you know. I agree. Everybody's got crazy dudes who do fucked up shit. 
So like, I don't know. Yeah, fucking, they don't want to deal with him anymore. <laughs> they can write him off if they want to. Yeah, and that's totally fair. Yeah, it, it is just like kind of sad, like the the low level thinking that people can have with that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. And to cast like an entire thing as a facade of you know uh conspiracy of one group or like one religious group you know yeah like life is way more complicated than that yeah you know like you can make you know you can even like make jokes about that or like you know like even you can even make the correlation hey it's kind of interesting these people are jewish Mm -hmm. but that's a lot different than saying like this entire blanket group of people industry is being manipulated by the jews (laughs) he's literally talking to lex who's jewish who just like has is an engineer at the podcast he's like you guys like like implying (laughs) that lex is like with the warner brothers executives you know like lex is like getting dinner with them every night like yeah i'm about to have i'm about to have connie on what do i need to what are my bold points what here, do fellas. i need to ask him about yeah, right what parts of the jewish community would you like me to ask about <laughs> quiz him on the torah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah dude shouldn't you know if you're that anti-semitic shouldn't you have at least read the torah that's right isn't the torah is the jewish yeah text it's yeah. one of them i know there's more than one like i it should i feel like that should be like a baseline like if you're gonna be that racist you should you should Just put least... them to work man <laughs> put them to Do work your fucking research man <laughs> be an learn. educated racist <laughs> learn the jew where are the, where learn. are the educated racists of our society you must learn the jew <laughs> <laughs> in order to hate the jew <laughs> You gotta earn it, dude. Oh my god, that was... That's dark. (laughs) Oh, shit, dude. (laughs) You gotta get educated first, dude. (laughs) Kanye, just read the source material. You need to know the Waterman? It's not that far off from the Bible, bro. It's related. (laughs) He's really into Christianity, you know? (laughs) Which I thought was such a wild turn of events. (laughs) Yeah, you can just grab him, my bad. I have a whole fucking 40-pack... Did you did you listen to Jesus is King his like first Christian album? Uh dude, I couldn't get through it. I couldn't either. It wasn't very good. I like the like idea. Like I love the like big black choir sound like yeah. and some of that more gospel influence stuff, but like it just wasn't quite nailed down. I've never I've never like you want a beer? Yeah, I'll take another beer. Uh I feel weird even like giving a shit about Kanye because I didn't really like listen to him much growing up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I kind of, I grew up for the first part of my life in like a small town. So, like, most of what I listened to was like whatever CDs I had from my mom or my dad and then like the classic rock station and like country. Yeah. I can so, like, to that. when I got to the cities when I was in like, ele- or like, like junior high and shit, like, I already like listened to my own thing. I didn't even really like a lot of the pop music. So it just like I got influenced by different pop music, I guess, you know? Yeah, well I didn't get into hip hop until college. Yeah. I got into hip hop in college too, but like more like like underground kind of shit. Yeah. I, I was really into Odd Future when they yes, came out. Yes, dude. Odd Future is the shit. Dude, they were Argent well, how old are you? What year were you born? Twenty seven. I'm uh nineteen ninety five. Oh, same here, man. Oh shit. Hey, cheers to that. Yeah. Here, let me fucking <laughs> <laughs> can't be Hell leaving yeah. like half drank cans around here man it's bad form hey you wouldn't be the first one 
but yeah i never really like listen to kanye's music i will say like the songs that i have heard he's like very good at crafting a vibe like like it's not necessarily about what he's rapping about because he's like an okay rapper like mm-hmm. he does some kind of fun stuff and like i mean like gold digger is like a fucking hell of a song man like yeah. the vibe of that just like you know she's like she's just here for your money man like i've never been in that situation like ever because i'm a broke ass <laughs> motherfucker but like it's like damn if i was there i feel you dog <laughs> 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 yo that's mad relatable to me <laughs> me a, like 22 year old fucking community college kid smokes weed all the time <laughs> yeah dude hell yeah fucking Kanye, man do you well, uh did you ever play saints row the third i think you know that's the only one i played a little bit of like yeah didn't really get into it i i was really into gta gta is a better game oh honestly, for sure honestly hot take gta 4 is kind of like like it's totally different gta than you would oh. expect oh for sure gta like gta 4 is like weirdly realistic or like feels more gritty yeah well i i've never gotten to gta 4 i only really played gta Damn. 5 yeah gta 5 is a fucking masterpiece like that it's like a beautiful game yeah amazing story like everything flows really nicely mm-hmm. good little easter eggs and stuff i feel like it's yeah. a good homage to the older ones but gta 4 is like the cars drive like shit so it's yeah, like that's what i hated about yeah. it so i can get into it so i was like what i the way i rationalized it was i was like this is kind of what it would be like to drive shitty like cars of this period like if you didn't know what you were doing like they would be sloppy and hard to control you know what i mean like <laughs> crappy cars don't feel good to drive like <laughs> have you ever driven like a ford taurus or something it's like <laughs> driving a boat or like a fucking sebring <laughs> but like you know if you're on the interstate that's what you're gonna be stealing you know you're gonna yeah. be stealing a fucking buick century mm. you're gonna be ripping an old man out of a buick century <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> flying down the road yeah yeah it's like comp- <laughs> dude oh my gosh oh this is not a good story to tell probably go for it go for it so i are on the right podcast for it yeah <laughs> i used to work for west music and uh there was an old guy who worked there his name was lee he was like the fucking he was a trip man he was like definitely a hoarder but like he was so funny and like clever and like kind of racist and like definitely said some really off-color things about women to me but it's like my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> no but like ultimately he was a sweetheart but he was a really terrible driver because he's old and like super short and like somebody actually pulled him out of his car and like beat the shit out of him <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a really sad story i probably shouldn't have told it but yeah dude I feel, man. Oh, shit. What a time, man. He have, was you ever, a, have you ever been in a fight? No. I haven't been in a real fight. Yeah, I've, like, neither. wrestled. I like grappling, kind of. But, like, I feel like at some point I should be in a fight because you should... I feel like you should always be able to defend yourself. Like, you should be able to maintain yeah. autonomy, you know? Let's do it right now, motherfucker. <laughs> Flip this fucking table. Uh... <laughs> Dude, that would be speaking of podcast first, you're like not even in frame. You just hear the two of us grunting as the microphones are just like rolling around on the ground, just like 
fuck you yeah and then like a few minutes later get up covered in blood like what the fuck happened have you heard the tim cast podcast the tim, tim cast IRL? Uh, tim cast IRL with uh tim pool yeah yeah my, one of my homies listens to tim pool all the time oh okay okay um <laughs> i don't remember who the rapper was but there were, there was a moment on that episode where um he had a rapper on like the late night part and the conversation got heated and he like stood up and hit the mic and he was like motherfucker and he was like about to go beat his ass and, holy like, shit it was crazy the dude. rapper was gonna- yeah oh my god dude god you gotta look i, I wish we had a sister look that up um uh, i don't know who the like rapper a, was but you need a jamie to be like hey look that up well look usually, up that fucked up thing i thought about well usually it's molly but she works seven days a week right now jesus christ yeah what does she do uh, so she is. Uh, she works at the Children's Hospital. She's a. She works in the NICU. I knew it. Um, and then she. <laughs> I knew it was medical. I knew immediately. You're like seven days a week. Ah, she's a nurse. Like, well, not a nurse, but like a medically related yeah, person. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she. She also is uh, working on an internship to be a therapist. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she throughout the week she has like work with kids and. Yeah. Um, like that's just kind of like her job while she's finishing that up. So. Yeah. Yeah. She's busy well, all the time. And I didn't mean like to. Like, like insult her no. field like oh she's just a nurse but like i know that medical like my mom did a bunch of medical shit mm. when i was like younger like that world is fucked up man like it fucking is. a the shit that they do to their workers is ridiculous covid really fucked shit up mm-hmm. really did mm-hmm. a lot of I people quit that. a lot of people quit and like they they it, it just hasn't seemed to like come back like they finally took down the mask mandates yeah. like couple months ago yeah but like you know they're still getting paid shit wages and they're still getting treated like shit and i think it's know. just because like it feels like in a lot of uh it feels like as your the market the market is so saturated it feels like people find it hard to get jobs and so the jobs that own up like open up are like shitty and like they pay like shit and it feels like the only way you can get up is if you're like there for a long time or you have to have like all these qualifications and shit basically oh shit yeah (laughs) i should have let that go right in the mic we we had i was gonna say we had a couple episodes back we had a good friend of mine we had like a burp contest nice we lost track eventually but we were like every time just like are you like forcing yourself to do it like doing the like (laughs) like, yeah essentially yeah yeah. (laughs) i think that's supposed to be bad for you if i remember correctly yeah Oh, well, I'm fucked. It's like one of those things where it's like, don't pop your knuckles. You're going to ruin your hands. Like, you're going to give yourself arthritis. It's like, oh, actually, uh, Joe Rogan has expert Tom Fingerland here to talk about joints. And popping your joints is actually good for you. So keep that in mind, okay, buddy? Just think about that. That was funny, man. Holy shit. Yeah. So you were telling me you uh, went to school for uh, sax, like you weren't you like in school for music? Kind of, yeah. Well, I was. Um, I went to Kirkwood, and like the goal there was to get my gen eds done and then go to music school. Um, but like I participated in a lot of music stuff at Kirkwood. Okay. And like I had a pretty good experience there. Like, um, I had a really good music theory teacher um beth zamzow who is freaking she was awesome she was such a good teacher and her curriculum was really interesting and like really well thought out and she was like super patient and pretty good at like explaining things and i always felt like the homework that we had like guided us well in the direction that we needed to go um so i think i had a good foundation there and like 
a lot of the composition stuff like was more like old school kind of european stuff mm-hmm. which like a lot of that didn't stick just because i don't really run into it very often in like the wild you know um but uh but still i learned like I learned a lot about like chord functioning and like I played a lot of piano there. So like that helped a lot too. Cause like music theory makes a lot of sense on a piano. Yeah. But, um, and then I learned like, this is pretty like beginner level musician stuff, but like no num- using numbers to talk about music. Mm-hmm. So like, um, yeah. like a scale, like do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do is eight notes. And then like, you know one through eight and then as you play music you'll start to learn like which of those numbers are used more often so it's like kind of formulas basically and then like makes it really easy to communicate to other musicians and stuff it's like yeah yeah yeah. i was uh i went to school initially for music education oh really yeah yeah where at um usd university of south dakota oh okay yeah um it was not what they it's not as good as they said it would be. <laughs> oh man they're like yeah that this sucks is, dude this is a good place to go do music it also wasn't. music education sounds horrible like <laughs> dude well that's what i realized i was like i'm gonna be te- like more than likely i'm gonna be teaching three-year-olds how to read half notes yeah that's gonna be my job yeah like, yeah then not worth it or like when i i would meet teachers at west that were like doing band stuff in a small town and they're the band and the choir teacher both yeah and like it's like for the whole school it's like jesus that's a lot to fucking keep straight i for also real. like music has always been about the like performance side of it for me so like i never wanted to like i was like man if i teach i just noticed right away it's like i'm not gonna have any time to do anything else you don't want to hear a group of fifth graders try to play an instrument <laughs> no <laughs> if i was gonna I would want to be a conductor. If I was going to do any sort of... I would want to do high school level stuff where they're actually like yeah. able to make vibey music and then kind of like... Well, college is the real dream. I mean, yeah. if you want to be a teacher. Like, if you want to get... If you want to like emulate that real life performance with an education, yeah. college is the way to go. But I will say like, I feel like in a college, I would feel, I would want to feel like I earned that spot. You know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah. I would want to feel like I deserve to be there. Well, they... I mean, they, they usually are pretty highly accoladed yeah i feel like a lot of those people are in those positions yeah i'm just saying i would have to work my way i couldn't just like strut my stuff up until like fucking <laughs> look out iowa state i'm your new jazz band director <laughs> were like, you were you in like uh like you know band and stuff i'm assuming you were in like band in high school and stuff were you oh, in marching yeah. band oh yeah i love marching band dude hell yeah hell yeah look like such a fucking I look like such a fucking dork. <laughs> hey, I was oh, in marching man. band too, dude. Dude, but I marched uh, at marching the bands ro- are sick, dude. They marching really are. Bands are fucking sick. They really are. Um, I actually marched in the Rose Bowl parade. You did, mm-hmm. dude? That's in California in 2013. That's so fucking cool. You want to hear what something that's really sad though? What? I left my mouthpiece in my case. Oh, so, dude. For the six mile, oh, the six mile man. trench. I would want to cry. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, I. <laughs> so let me tell you this story, dude. Oh. So so um, I went to MLC Floyd Valley, which is uh-huh. North Sea, Iowa, home of the Dutch, 
So the we, Dutch. The Dutch. So, oh so boy! Our whole uniform. We had That's so good wooden shoes. Yes, I wooden was shoes. That. We had we had to wear like three. I'm not even shooting. We had to wear like three pairs of socks. We would like buy these specialty socks, these specialty white socks. We wore three pairs of socks. Where are these things, dude? And in California, we went and we did six miles in oh, California. In wooden clogs. In wooden clogs. And I was holding. It was, oh my god! So the trumpet, the tuba. So actually, I played tuba. The tuba I had, nice. it wasn't the one that like went around you. It was it's a marching the shoulder tuba. one. Yep. Hell so yeah, I dude. still had Those to do all the, all the all the and just not playing. And I'm just I'm oh just, my god! I, I, I offered to, I offered another kid a freshman who like just literally was in band just to like go to California. Uh-huh. I was like, bro, I will pay you to give me my fuck, give me your fucking mouthpiece so I can fucking. And he wouldn't him. take and, it. And, well, no, he would, but then oh. the leader was like, no, you can't do that. Wow, come on, man. I know. What right? the fuck? So we did the whole, we did that's the whole five dicked. and a half, six miles, oh, and then man. we got in and out afterwards, and oh, then. That's- and then I was just everyone else was out like having fun like oh oh we just did this and in and out I'm just sitting on the bus eating my in and out just like <laughs> <laughs> miserable I literally wanted to kill myself I was dude, like this I'm is so awful. sorry yeah dude oh dude I had a moment like that recently where I wanted to kill myself <laughs> also I will say a quick side ADD thought yeah I went to in and out you said yeah for the yeah. first time and I was like ooh uh, did you like it. Yeah, I did like it, but it was, like, totally different than I expected. For some reason, I was expecting, like, a Five Guys-style, like, thick fucking burger. But it's, like... no. It's, like, a... It's, like, a Big Mac. It's a wild vibe in there, man. It's, like, if you found, like, a really... I feel like it'd be wild to do, like, a photo shoot in one of those that's, like, sparkling clean and, like... Because it feels like it's straight out of the 80s. Like, it's, like, so 80s. Yeah, it really is. When I was in one of them, there was, like... It was, like, the perfect little love scene. This, like, cashier and this cook were, like, fucking flirting with each other. Like, <laughs> it's, like, young love. Like, oh, my gosh. And it's, like, why are these, like, young, like, attractive-looking teens doing at this fucking in and out Like, what the fuck? I mean, like, fucking nowhere L.A. It's, like, God. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about before that? Sorry. I really wanted to talk about in and out as soon as you mentioned it. So I can make it about me. No, you're fine. No, I, dude, I miss it now. I wish they would come to Iowa for yeah. sure. Like the day that Des Moines announces there's an in and out, I'm like, Just buy a franchise, dog. I'm gonna like put the date that they open in my calendar. Buy Do a the, franchise with the Macal Stars podcast. Yeah, yeah, guys, subscribe to the Patreon right now. I'm so buying a fucking. I'm buying an in and out. I'm buying it. That's the end goal. You're the fucking. You're the colonizer, bro. You're colonizing the Eastern Front. <laughs> There was a. Do you watch uh, uh, Your Mom's House with Tom Segura? Mm-mm. You ever heard of that? <laughs> so, no. Tom, Tom Segura is a comedian. He I know who Tom Segura okay, is. Okay, yeah. Oh, I know who Tom Segura is. <laughs> I can't decide if I like Tom Segura or not. Like, I think he's funny, but also I don't like. He's just not like a comedian I find myself going to very often. And I that's see. not to be insulting, but. No, no, no. You're, no, I mean, everybody has Fuck that taste. guy. No, he's actually really funny. No, it has a taste, but uh, they, there was like a video where like uh, I don't know if it was a parody for his real, but like uh, there was a McDonald's drive up and the guy was like, "What up, N word?" <laughs> like they were talking about like buying out a McDonald's franchise and just like hiring a guy just to do that every time they like someone went for the drive, they're just like, "What up, N word?" <laughs> Like, that'd be the funniest shit ever. I would totally do something like that. That sounds, yeah, dude. 100%. <laughs> dude, integrate that into your in and out plans. Right. It'll be such a vibe. Yeah, and dude, I, it's perfect. Because if, like, people come and attack me, I'll be like, hey, 
This is equity, okay? This is the equality you wanted, okay? I'm letting this employee express themselves how they want to. You're going to take that away from him? Wait, is it just like a white guy in his car driving around? (laughs) He's like, you're scaring away customers. You can't be doing this. It's a bit. It's just a bit. He doesn't mean it. Hey, we're targeting a certain demographic. There's something wrong with that, okay? (laughs) There's enough of people who want to say the N-word in this area to support my (laughs) in-and-out. Also, we want to get rid of hamburgers. We want just chicken nuggets. That's... (laughs) Ooh. I gotta be honest. I can't support this business. Uh... I can't support this business, uh, what's the fucking word? Arrangement? No, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, what's the fucking bit? I don't don't remember what the restaurant is, but there's some bit where, uh, um, I think it's a Wendy's or no, it's a K, no, K, that, that makes make more sense. There's like a town where a KFC like goes out of business and it's like this mockumentary type of thing where like uh-huh. these TV people are like going to all these black people and they're like, yeah, they don't have no chicken, I'm pissed. And then they go like one white guy, he's like, yeah, well, I was really upset they didn't have uh, chicken, but I just ordered a hamburger and I was, <laughs> <laughs> and I was fine. And it's just intercut with all these black people just pissed and like there's no fucking chicken. Wait, so he just went to KFC, they didn't have chicken so we got a burger well he just like went over to like sorry he just like went oh, over okay. to like another mcdonald's right, so that's or even funnier all these people are outside complaining about the chicken and he just goes in and he's still a kfc loyalist so he's like i'll just get the burger instead. that's fine <laughs> <laughs> they have like four frozen patties that have been there since the restaurant opened like eight years ago like they're so freezer burnt and he loves oh, it, dude. Shit. And that's how the zombie apocalypse starts. Do you think that zombies are possible? Zombies are already here, dude. <laughs> Xanax. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's about as real as it gets, I think. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I used to take that shit, man. That's really. Yeah. I never fucked around with pills. Um. Well, I I was prescribed. I mean, it, so really? it wasn't. Yeah, but so I, then yes, I did fuck around with pills in that regard, <laughs> but I didn't like. I was just prescribed Adderall, but anyway, as yeah, you were saying, no, I mean, I do you still take it? No, okay, because I still take no. Adderall. Like, I'd say probably one to three times a week, depending. Really? Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm like I'm a very addictive person, but I've never gotten to that point with Adderall. That's good. Like, I I I think every time I've had a bad reaction to Adderall, it's been because my doctor prescribed a higher dose, and mm. I had a bad reaction to that dose. Yeah. But I never like I never snorted it. I never double dosed. I've never done anything like that. Yeah. I've always just been like, it's weird because like with you know with things like Xanax and uh, alcohol and other things like I've had that struggle, but with Adderall, it's just never been. I'm not a stimulant guy, guy. I'm not like an really? upper. I, yeah. I you know the upper I use it when I need it, but I never really get hooked on it like that. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I haven't. So, like, the thing that made me stop want to take stop. The thing that made me want to stop taking Adderall. Well, so I was on Adderall for a while as like a kid, and then mm-hmm. I stopped taking it for a minute, and then I wanted to get back on it again, and then. But I was like, I kind of want to try something else. <laughs> this is like, this is like kind of how. I, yeah, this is funny the way this sounds that I'm saying this, but anyway. Uh, oh my god I just had a stroke no, I'm just kidding but, uh, so I switched meds and I remember like taking them for the first time and kind of being excited because I was like wow I'm like more like conscious of how like substances interact with my body and like my brain like I'm more conscious conscious of that mm-hmm. and then like I remember like getting a euphoric high 
while watching fucking south park so i'm like watching south park and having this like profound moment and i'm just like what the fuck what the fuck is going on and then it never happened again which is kind of a bummer but also probably not because that's probably not a good place to be consistently but then i was stoned one time when i was taking adderall and like my problem has always been like uh getting tasks done like i always leave things for the last minute like yeah i never plan ahead like i'm always like my schedule management skills are horrible mm. um and so i was like this adderall isn't making me in fact it's making me more focused on doing the things that i shouldn't be doing right now I you know see. what i mean so you had a hard time channeling that energy. yeah exactly okay. that's always been discipline has always been my problem and discipline and consistency always been a problem for me but I, see. I think like i think some of it has to do with like i watched this podcast recently on dopamine and like how that functions as like a way of motivating you essentially mm. um and like i think when you like constantly saturate yourself with stimulus like you like you lose the ability to be motivated to do things because like mm. the most exciting possible thing isn't doing it for you anymore like yeah yeah you know what i mean it's like the video of the like the bird who it's like the analogy of like uh drug uses like the bird is like flying and then like comes down and then takes a dose and like but like the flying just keeps getting shorter mm-hmm. like every time they take like your tolerance just eventually gets to a point where it's not doing it for you anymore yeah but i feel like uh um like i played a ton of video games as a kid and like spent a bunch of time like just doing that like not really going outside a ton and like i wish that i uh i don't know I feel like that can't help your focus, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. One time I took fucking uh, acid while I was on Adderall. Holy shit. That shit was crazy. That sounds like not a fun mix. Well, you know, it it, it wasn't, but, well, it wasn't necessarily a bad trip. It was a fast trip. Mm. Like, I start, like, the trip happened in, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> like, I took the acid, I started, like, 10 minutes, and I was just like, oh, I'm already tripping. Dang, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Well, what happened is I had taken an Adderall earlier in the day, and I forgot I'd taken an Adderall, and, uh-huh. um... I was I was living in South Dakota at the time and uh um I was living with um my now ex wife and her brother uh-huh. and her brother had an entire sheet of acid. Ooh. So we would just like you know, pop them whenever, you know, yeah. I just happened to pop one that day and yeah. So like I had like a fucking like an eight like it was only like a seven, eight hour trip. Uh-huh. Like, because I took Adderall before. And they, they say that's actually like a really bad combination. Like you can have really? like psychosis doing Holy that. Shit, so don't dude. do that. Don't Holy take Adderall shit. on acid. I was fine. Yeah, I, I survived. That's good. I'm but. glad. Well, I mean, you can kind of lose your mind. You can kind of lose your mind doing acid anyway. Like, that's also just a possibility. Yeah. What? What's? Do Do you prefer mushrooms or acid? Or have you tried both? I prefer both mushrooms. Or? I've okay. had both. See, I'm the opposite. I've I have murderous both. thoughts when I'm on mushrooms. Really? Yeah. You're like, a fucking berserker, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you got fucking Viking blood in your shit, dog. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, I'm Irish, so I got that. I yeah, got that. that's that's all part of the. I got that angry shit. In me. For sure, for sure. No, I've had two different mushroom experiences where the person I'm with, I like want to stab them. Damn. And it's like both my both times it was my partner. Really? So it's, Ooh. Yeah. Which like, uh, and, but like I'm not like I'm not like, saying I, you should kill your partner. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying at all. But like, 
But that's the thing. Like, I'm Red not flag. like I'm not a violent. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Sorry. thing like i'm not i'm not a violent person mm-hmm. you know i don't beat the people i'm with i don't no you know nothing like that like no um so like it, that's always just disturbed me and also like every time i take mushrooms there's like this distant effect that i really don't like mm. like people will be with me and they'll just seem like they're like i don't know like three yards further away than they are oh, and it's like they have like a daunting like almost like a horror-esque look in their face yeah of course, I acid is just like colors and like vi- good vibes you know I've heard of people having the face effect with with acid before, but I guess I haven't experienced that personally. Well, and you know, kind of going back to libertarianism, like like you know, different drugs affect different people differently. For sure, you know that that, I and that's kind of like my criticism against like the you know like the cannabis community, like really like kind of into into correlating like mushrooms Mm -hmm. is like I think. I think it gets to the point where it's like, oh, you smoke a joint, and like most of the time when you smoke a joint, you're probably gonna be okay. But then it's like, oh, then take these mushrooms. Like there is kind of like a you know free for all effect. I feel like around mushrooms, where you hear a lot mm-hmm. of stories of people just like thinking it's just like marijuana. It's not no, yeah. like people marijuana. do get really casual with. But I feel like people get pretty casual with acid too. Like I feel sure, like sure, sure. I had a couple friends who did like a lot of acid in college. It's kind of wild to me, like. Whenever I've done psychedelics, uh, it's if it it either like hits me and like fucking I go on a trip, or it just like doesn't really do much. I found mm, yeah. so like I can't imagine like doing it casually. But anyway, I'm, <laughs> but I had some friends who did it. One of the thing that's one of the things that freaked me out about acid is like it's actually bad for your like spinal cord or something like that. It can like. If you take enough of it, it can, like, give you MS or something. Oh, I haven't heard that. I mean, I do know that it lives in your spinal cord. Like, if they want to test it, they can just... Or, like, they, they always have the myth that, like, if you break your back, you have, like, an acid flashback. Yeah, I've heard that, too, <laughs> there was this, or when there was, you die or whatever. There was this old lady that took a bunch of oxycodone that, uh, oxycodone that I worked with who, like, uh-huh. she would do that. She would, like, break her back. She'd be like, oh, I'm having an acid flashback. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're, you're just a moxie. Bitch, you're just a moxie. Please, please, you're just a moxie. Babe, <laughs> babe, chill. You're just a moxie. It's all good. Oh. oh, fuck, dude. But I mean, I I love acid. I haven't taken it in like probably two two and a half years at this point, just yeah. because like I it, I really do worry about like the you know drugs being laced with it i know here in des moines there was some really bad acid going around there were a lot of kids yeah. going to the hospital and shit so that's, that's i've always been thing. sketched about it yeah i don't really i just i don't have a reputable source to get it from yeah. so i'm just not interested in it that's why i feel slightly safer taking mushrooms too because it's like it's like mm, from the earth man. that's fair that's fair it's like it's a little bit i know that's kind of a bad argument because there are poisonous things that you can eat but like you know like lsd can be so many different like variations on oh, LSD. Yeah, the also, L- there's LSA. The same thing. Yeah. There's all this different. And you shit. have no fucking idea what you're getting. Yeah, for sure, dude. One time I took uh, I <laughs> I talked about this on the GXP podcast. Uh-huh. Um, I took this stuff called 4 ACO MBT. 
Whoa. which is like a government tranquilizer that um the guy gave it to me said it was like mushrooms and it was kind of like mushrooms but not really <laughs> you, you you think about like the u.s government like you know poisoning somebody that's like for elections or whatever oh, like yeah. this is the kind of shit that i took and like it, it was the worst experience i've ever had like i felt so removed from reality i felt like i was in between dimensions i felt like the room was stretched out holy we were, shit we were watching i think we watched toy story and rain man and like i like i was having murderous thoughts then too like, mm-hmm. what, like about the person i was with yeah like yeah it was bad dude that's a bad experience that's one of the like like the um the constant like traumatic thoughts thing where it's like i want to kill this person or like it's uh, intrusive thoughts yeah yeah that you like that you actually ruminate on when you're yeah. in that sort of it's like that's one of the worst things about being that's like when i smoke too much weed that's like a big thing that happens to me it's like i see i see it's like i get really stuck on some like wild concept it's happened on mushrooms too but i feel like on mushrooms yeah, same sometimes like that anxiety comes more from like well some of it's just stupid mushroom shit to be honest but <laughs> like i feel like it's also like something that does a decent job of like making you kind of think about your surroundings and like what you're kind of doing yeah well like well like uh that's what i like about acid because yeah. i feel like when i take acid i don't have that ruminating thought there were times where i could i could take acid and i could just move on from a thought yeah i would like glance upon this like fucked up thing and be like kind of analyze a little bit okay moving on yeah oh there's this like pretty you know the clouds look pretty or whatever you know like i was i don't know like in like in in regular life i'm a very anxious person and very mm-hmm. hyper focused and stuff so like mm-hmm. that another reason why i love you know lsds like it really w- was the only time where like i feel like i was able to just completely move on or remove myself from things like that you know uh-huh. i do really wish that they would like research and legalize lsd so you could have like a like think if you could take like a 50th of an acid trip uh-huh. and just like put it in a pill and you just have that good vibrant like oh i'm just like feeling good by myself i'm feeling good about things i'm not even necessarily seeing colors or whatever uh-huh. or having hallucinogenic effects i'm just enjoying life mm-hmm. like i think i don't know lsd gets a really bad rap it really pisses me off when people like will get on me personally like for taking acid especially mm-hmm. when they're an alcoholic mm-hmm. like that pisses me the fuck off that yeah. will like i will start yelling at bitch <laughs> i will start yelling at motherfucker if they're like if they have a beer in hand they're like yeah you take an acid you, you're you that's bad dude queer yeah <laughs> You fucking faggot. <laughs> you fucking faggot taking LSD. What the fuck here. is wrong with you? Having girly dreams. <laughs> thinking there's still color in the world. Hey, you know, funny tangent on that, though. I will say the only time that I've had, like, a... Not the only time. Actually, yeah, the only time. That I've had, like, a really, like, feminine experience was on LSD. Really? Yeah, I went in the shower and I took a shower and I just, like felt really feminine and like in that like five ten minute shower is really weird that is wild like i just like i felt like really sexual and like really like i don't know like mo- like i was mo- like i don't know it was weird i wasn't like touching myself right <laughs> 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 nothing like that but, like, <laughs> i was definitely drinking up <laughs> i was no. definitely probing my anus no, I'm <laughs> like around between the legs back like this call it the donut hole I don't know if that makes sense, but it felt <laughs> no, it does. It, it sounded like it made sense. <laughs> You're like the two rings of like you know they say the the biblical angels with the eyes and shit. That's you like 
making two perfect <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anymore, dude. Whew. Hey, this is the Essence of the Cowstars podcast. At the end, you're just like, I don't know anymore. What's even going on? <laughs> We're just rolling. We're just rolling. We're just rolling. Um, to halt the roll, though, I do need to take a piss. Mm. So I say we take a quick break and come right back. Sure. All right. Yeah. We'll be back, everybody. Anyways, people, we're back. This is <laughs> this is the McAllister. Round th- 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 three. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck were we even talking about? I genuinely don't remember. I don't either. Completely wiped my brain. Yeah. This is uh, the problem when you have two people on the ADD autism spectrum just <laughs> trying to do conduct a podcast. Just trying to do our thing. This is what happens. It's been, I feel like it's it, been a solid cast. No, this has been a good time, man. Uh, a good time. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, we, you know, interacted a lot online, and like, you know, I'm glad we're finally here in person. Yeah, talking. Yeah, me too. Bullshitting. Yeah, it's good shit. It's, it's good a lot shit of fun. for sure. Um, to whoever was engaged in whatever last point we had, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> that point probably will not come up again. <laughs> Maybe it will. <laughs> you, you'll just have to keep listening. Would, which point? Out. I already forgot. I exactly. Wait about what? Oh, I think you were talking about your yeah uh, your friend who was like a he's like a separatist. Friend who's a separatist. Oh yeah, uh, Lolo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he believes. Uh, uh well, uh, he's he stated that uh, segregation could work mm. if we just divide it by cities. Yeah, I mean, as um, long as people are like. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, that in libertarianism. Oh, I do kind of remember now. Yeah. Um, libertarianism can work like if businesses just choose to not have a certain group of people. Yeah. Um, like I don't think there's anything more like wrong with that. I think. Um, I think if you want to be a business who's like, hey, I don't want this certain group of people based on the color of their skin or based on their religion. Yeah. I think that's shitty. Yeah. But I still like I I don't think that that person shouldn't be able to do that because. One of the virtues of being libertarian is like acknowledging that, um, you know, we as humans, there is like a moral, like an innate moral compass Mm -hmm. to humans and that for the majority of people, they want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so that they could, a majority of people recognize if a company is doing something that's shady or bad or malicious or whatever, Mm -hmm. that they'll be able to recognize that and say, okay, I'm just not going to give them my money. Yeah. You know, and obviously that's, that's a slippery slope. I know that's like. I know, like, for a lot of people, it's hard to kind of wrap their head around, like, okay, we're just going to give everything to ideology. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with that as well. That's why I'm not, like, an anarchist or, mm-hmm. like, a complete separatist from government. But yeah. I do think that smaller government is the overall best. I think that's best. a better way to do it. Exactly. I, I think, think smaller the better. My my ultimate thing, I think, is self-sufficiency. Like, I feel like... Exactly. Exactly. I, I feel like, like food, for example, I think you should grow food for the people in your state i don't know if you want to break it down that small but like like you should be getting all of your essentials from your country mm-hmm. you know and like manufacturing your own stuff because like covid was like a really good example of what happens when like you know i was shocked to find out how much medical stuff was made overseas like you you see for stuff real, like like real. masks and fucking like important stuff and like i've obviously there's probably clean facilities and stuff like that but i remember seeing like this woman sewing masks and it looks like a fucking like shanty shack like it's like dirty and fucking it's like this does not look like a clean facility like (laughs) 
Like, and then people are putting that on their face, and it's supposed to protect them. That's fucking wild to me. Yeah. Well, and, and kind of like going into what we were talking about earlier, like you know, like government run, um, like Medicaid is like, in my opinion, just always worse. Um, you know, you look at Canada. You yeah. know, you know what it takes to get a doctor's appointment in Canada. Mm-mm. You go into the clinic, and then they have, depending on what time you get there. Or not even what time you get there, just what time, whatever. Because like there are people who will show up that day, and they won't even be able to get seen that day. It doesn't matter if you're bleeding out of your esophagus, or if mm. you have a broken leg, or if you have a cold. You are all on the same level. Jesus. You go in, you get a number, and however long it takes them to figure out who the uh, you know the other person in that line is, you wait. Yeah. There are people who have lost limbs in Canada because they cannot get into a hospital. Jesus. That that is what government run um medical is. Yeah. Um, that's why like I know privatized sounds like a scary thing. Like yeah. when people say like, oh, this is privatized, like that's really but what I really think about is like a mom pa like wanting to like just have a business where they can just like like let's say they're like they're doctors. Mm-hmm. Like let's say it was like a husband and wife, one was like a doctor and one was a nurse. And they wanted to open a business. They just wanted to like help people and just like, hey, I have a fucking broken leg. Can you help me? And they, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'll give you a reasonable price on this and I'll fix your leg. Yep. Like that's what I think about when I think of privatized. Mm-hmm. I don't like the obvious, you know, caricature of that of like, you know, someone with a lot of money that's greedy and malicious and like going to take advantage of the system. Mm-hmm. Yes, that person is always going to exist. Oh yeah, but I think. In a private sector, that person is more easily controlled than in a government sector. Because if that type of person has control of a government, it's endgame. Like, that's when you have what you see today. When you have these old-ass archetype politician people who have all this power, who can't be taken down. When you have Joe Biden, who's literally this playing a corpse as the president. <laughs> you know He's a I deep mean? fake, dude. It's crazy. He's not even... He's a computer-generated image. He really is. <laughs> I'm dude he would be dude I saw a clip yesterday of him talking about cancer he's talked about cancer being cured multiple times I'm telling I've seen multiple clips of him talking talking about about it it. everyone I feel like everyone always talks about cancer being cured it's already been cured dude but he's like it's gonna happen it really is but you know been done been cured but that is kind of a scary reality we live in also is like you know deep fake shit yeah who knows who knows how much of that is deep fake or not or yeah you know it doesn't look great yet i've seen some deep fake <laughs> stuff before it's like not saying that joe biden's blunders are deep fakes no i, mean, I think I'll, probably 90 plus percent of them. <laughs> no <laughs> probably yeah, I think more than that most of them are because he's like an old fucking man he's like 80 years. he's like so old do you think he's gonna live to 2024 i don't know who's to say probably i don't think anybody likes kamala harris <laughs> like they gotta Dude. keep him in the refrigerator for long enough to right you know right. what i mean like she's like <laughs> do you think it's a cryo chamber or whatever that cryo chamber <laughs> it's just like it has like just steam like, like in every time the door opens like <laughs> it like drains all his blood and like fills his body with coolant and then like keeps yeah. his blood properly oxygenated and then when it's time to you fire him up then it puts his blood back in <laughs> and then they just put in the playpen with like like five four-year-olds just <laughs> I was just on some like HR Geiger shit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what do you, What do you think about uh like Joe Biden and the pedophile shit like with Hunter S like with Hunter Biden and all oh that? do you think there's any relevance or um, I mean I'm sure he's like I'm sure he's like privy to all that kind of stuff like um 
and i mean he's really weird around kids i don't know yeah was he like implicated in the podesta stuff like the flight logs or no sorry not the podesta stuff um, the oh, jeffrey epstein stuff the maxwell um well you know i don't know i've never actually seen the uh, client list oh yeah everyone always is like oh this person was on the list i was like where is this list I want yeah. to see the list. I want to see the list. What's on the list? I've seen like YouTube videos where they have like written records. Like they're out there somewhere. Yeah. But you know, obviously it's so It's so censored. It's so crazy. No, so I mean, hidden. like, I think I think the whole thing with um Hunter Biden is like an obvious I mean, he 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 was basically a way for the US to like influence a Ukraine it was a Ukraine, right? Yeah. It was a way yeah, for them really to influence involved. a Ukrainian company and like make money. It's like insider trading, but like more direct influence. You know what I mean? So yeah. and like he's like a fucking rich party boy. Like he's probably. I I listen to somebody talk about like the stuff that <laughs> happened to him is like kind of rad. Like he's just hanging out, banging art hose, and like smoking crack, <laughs> and like just. But also like his miserable his his lifestyle is kind of miserable. Like. He like he has everything provided to him, but he's also probably like kind of a puppet on a string because like yeah. he's got to make sure to look good for daddy and everything else. And like I would imagine, can you imagine like the pressure or like having to constantly be on and like being a politician? Like being a politician is like such an act for most low level politicians. Yeah. It feels like like I was watching a debate at a ho- in a hotel room recently. And I think it was for, it must have been South Dakota because that's where I was. But like they both just sound like they were regurgitating like rehearsed talking points back at mm. each other, which was just like. I hate that shit. It's fucking dumb. It's like, this is like a, this is like a persona. This isn't a real like leader or person who like has the people's like better, like, you know, they're trying to lead them for like something genuine, not for like whatever lobby that they're subject to you know what i mean yeah yeah well uh, i i think that it's very possible hunter biden was like molested as a kid probably um th- That's, there's it's a cycle dude um project veritas i don't know if you, you're familiar oh, yeah, with i them. love project veritas Fuck yeah. it's also so funny to me that like people write that shit off like project veritas like i don't know i guess they I have done some crazy ass shit yeah like noble ass like they're one of the few people who are actually like taking the legal risk and like doing the dig dirt digging yeah you know? i don't know how you can argue that this stuff is fake either like i don't know i guess they have a whole they have a whole diary about um uh joe biden's daughter i think abigail uh-huh. biden and how he touched her like in a shower and like there's like Whoa. yeah they so they decide not to make it public like out of respect to her which makes sense but however but like a, that's man. that's a nuke though are you, yeah, like, are you kidding real. me that's a fucking a-bomb i don't know how should that like that doesn't end up just like getting leaked like that's such a right, you know what i mean right that and you know and you know to be fair that also you know gives fuel to people who might like be like hey that's not legitimate you know if they're yeah. if they are keeping it <laughs> secret like i can understand that too you know yeah it's it's all it's all a slippery game with media and yeah no how things perceived that's true trump 2024 you think it's gonna happen probably you think he's gonna be president yeah i don't know nobody on the nobody on the left has the star power to take trump down there's no way it's true he's just got like what do you think about desantis though i think we might have talked about this a little bit I don't. Oh, you were talking about right. the guy from Florida, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He didn't really know a lot about him. I, he's like the guy from Florida. I mean, I've I've seen like clips of him like float by Instagram or Facebook or whatever, 
and like i've been like he doesn't sound like an idiot but i don't really know much about like what he's doing yeah i'm you know there are a lot of things i don't agree with him about um especially like with police he was really big on like um police immunity and shit like that uh-huh. um but like you know he's legalized marijuana i i would take him over anybody that's on on escape right now well besides yeah. libertarian party yeah but i mean but good they're luck, not yeah. they're not gonna hate <laughs> i feel bad because i used to be like really into the libertarian party and like, oh like, for real this is a fucking joke you know what though it, it really is gaining traction i think i think i think where a lot of people kind of fall prey to like that whole narrative is like they think about it now I think about the Libertarian Party in like fifty to a hundred years. Yeah, I think if you, long if you, exactly. Well, okay. Oh, okay. We'll take like uh, you know Iowa Des Moines, mm-hmm. Iowa Des Moines music. Mm-hmm. I think if you really want to take that avenue seriously, you have to think in terms of that. You have to think in terms of ten, twenty years. Yeah. I mean, let's let's look at what like yeah, that's a good point. Let's look at like where we're at right now. Des Moines, like I know you're in Cedar Rapids. I don't know really how that city's going in terms of like expansion or whatever. Like but like there's some stuff going on. Yeah, well, I mean, the podcast scene in Cedar Rapids is fucking booming. Popping, I, I'm dude. jealous of you motherfuckers in terms of how good you guys do with podcasts. Yeah, but um, but like the you know the infrastructure like Angany, Des Moines, like it's there's it's just cornfields. Like everything is getting bought out and built. And like mm-hmm. I really do think in like 10, 20 years All we're going to be in competition with these cities like New York, Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, LA, I see it. like becoming the new Chicago kind of. I I mean, look at where the interstates are. Yeah. We, you know, we intersect. Yep. Des Moines, right here, where we're at right now, is where those fucking interstates intersect. Yep. Like, why the fuck wouldn't there be a fucking thing booming right now? Yeah. And all the talent, I mean, it's so all underrated, but there's so much fucking talent oh, dude, in this state. Yeah, so much real. raw goddamn talent. Yep. Ingenuity, people with unique ideas. There's so much of it here. Yep. And I really think that, like, um, have you have you heard of the Confused Breakfast podcast? I've heard of it, but I haven't listened to it. So they um, they were recently on uh, the Burtcast podcast, yep. Burt Kreischer's yeah, podcast. That. that shit, like, I, I really do think that if we keep going in this direction that, like, um, Des Moines is could potentially really become an example of like um, independent ingenuity of people like you know because these things like in the coast like you know the east and west coast these you know powerhouses of entertainment they're fading mm-hmm. they're fading they're True. going they're going to places that are like in the Midwest where frankly it's just cheaper to be yep. you know despite whatever you know internal political corruption is in, in iowa yeah you know it's still better than what's happening in california and you know, right like in all these places true you know it's it's, it's a real legitimate thing yeah yeah i've definitely noticed that like uh the sort of expansion because you know i'm seeing all these like real estate developments popping up it's crazy how much real estate just gets like made around here like i'm pretty yeah. sure cedar rapids is going to be one of those places because i've seen a lot of like apartment complexes and like new developments and stuff like something is clearly like and like a lot of businesses are being opened and restaurants and shit like there's like a surprising amount of restaurants in cedar rapids when you think about it and they're good like i'll go other places and be and miss food from home but um what was i gonna say well and also we're not like fucking crazy out here you know like we're not like crazy politically driven everybody Mm-mm. you know d- you know despite whatever crazy shit happens out here everybody's pretty chill yeah for the most part true pretty low-key you're not gonna get you know your ass for whatever most time you know as long as you're not trifling you'll probably be all right and even well yeah even unless, if you are trifling you'll probably be okay <laughs> right right 
Like, yeah, I mean, as long as you're obviously not doing the things like, you know, being malicious or, like, right. intruding on people's property. Like, you know, right. if, if you're just chill. Like, you know, kind of, sorry, I always bring it back because I'm a politically natured person, no, you know. But, like, libertarianism, like, I think I think Iowa is one of the places where libertarianism can work the best. Yeah. It's like, we really are kind of a community of people who are, like, you know, self-made and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, minded in a way where they're working towards like in, more independent you know based wealth yeah. than like trying to just go through like this government overreaching system right. you know or like corporate bs exactly like you know you go to places that are like on the west coast east coast and like you know for the most part they're probably going to be okay with like the idea of like a government ran type of thing like overarching like oh we're just going to get our food stamps or whatever to survive we're not mm. going to try to um you know you know, make anything for ourselves. You know, I, I understand that kind of sounds like an antagonistical point, but I really do think that, like, as people, as humans, biologically, we do re- really need, like, um, a kind of force, an internal force that, like, drives us towards being able to create things. Yeah. You know, being able, like, you know, kind of going to that, like, basic biological thing, like, we need to go find food. We need to go, mm-hmm. you know, make our own shelter, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like, I think there is a real biological thing that's being missed when you have this government apparatus that's just going to give you everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's something I kind of, um, that's something I kind of worry about with, like, one of the things I thought was interesting about Andrew Yang was that he kind of brought up the reality of automation. Yeah, like, he really did. But he, the, the, I really do like Andrew Yang's spirit, but I think his ideas are kind of like I don't really agree with UBI. Oh yeah. But I do, I do see his point. Um, you know, on how automation, you know, how automation is a problem. But he seems to kind of almost give into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, in he's way, like he's you know? accepted that it's a reality. Basically, yeah, he's like, exactly. yeah, the robots are coming. And they're going to take all your jobs. And that's a fair point too. I I yeah. understand. Like Elon Musk kind of talks about that a lot too. Yeah. It's like eventually it's just gonna get to a point where we're all gonna need some kind of universal basic income. I'm like, yeah, that oh might that might be a scary reality. It really the but, vibe of that whole thing just feels spooky to me. I don't know what it is. Like, what do you think of- about the whole Twitter? Because he just recently <laughs> did you see his photo op with like he had the he brought in the sink. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that was so funny. He just—he literally just walked into Twitter with a sink. <laughs> it's like throwing, like throwing the kitchen sink at it. You know what I mean? Like, it was so funny. Mode, I was like, "That's great." Like oh this, gosh. he thought about that for months. He 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 like he messaged friends. <laughs> yeah, for real. He messaged friends and he was like, "Hey, how's this sound? Let's I'm just gonna, fucking bring in a sink. I'm just gonna walk in with a sink. It's abstract <laughs> art, dude. It is cutting edge." You don't see shit like this in the new school in New York. You don't see shit like this. For real. What do you think about Elon Musk as a whole? What's your what's your take on him? I think he's a dirty transhumanist. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I think he's a like he's like someone who I feel like he's all for the like human integration with robots, which I'm really not like a fan of. Like I feel like that's I feel like that's a slippery slope for sure. That's definitely a point I have to testament with him yeah. as well. That's kind of my biggest thing. Like, I appreciate, like, space is cool. Like, the electric cars thing is is cool, but, um, like, there's also some just, like, bad stuff with those as far as, like, energy supply and everything else. Um, but, like, the concept is cool, and, like, the power that you can make with those things is crazy. Like, they're cool cars. 
for sure um but and then like the free internet thing is interesting too Mm. i'm like i'm like weird about how much radiation there is like that's another one of my schizophrenic thoughts is like (laughs) when you're like constantly surrounded by radiation and stuff like that i feel like that can't be good for your that can't be good for your body you know that's very fair you're just constantly having uh, you know it's you know we tested it in a lab and you know it doesn't do any damage for this period of time or whatever it's like well what if like a bunch of them are all going at once (laughs) all over the world you know it's just weird plus like have you ever heard of um have you heard of they can do this thing where they can project a voice like into your skull (laughs) yeah so they can like they they can like you can from across the room project something and through the radiation it resonates in their skull it sounds like someone's talking in their head it's like a real thing fuck that yeah i'm out yeah hey i got some suicide pills (laughs) i'll just take them right now Uh, i still i want to watch i want to watch it burn i'm here till the end (laughs) would you take psychedelics dying would i take psychedelics dying probably not (laughs) i wouldn't want to be freaked out like that when i'm dying I don't know. Like, Timothy Leary took, uh, I think he took LSD on his deathbed. Yeah, that sounds on brand for him. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I don't know that much about Timothy Leary. Yeah, oh, he, really? Uh-uh. Oh, he, I mean. He was like a big advocate for psychonaut kind of stuff, right? That's about well, all I know about him. Yeah, I mean, he. Like a, a pioneer of acid and stuff like that. Yeah, he was a huge pioneer of acid for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't, I think he died from cancer. I don't remember what kind, but. Yeah. Um, that's a bitch that is a bitch well hank we've been going for about two hours now damn um almost wow um i'm wondering if there's anything else you want to talk about before you maybe wrap this up and uh if there's anything you want to promote announce what's uh what's reggae rapids up to are they they have any albums or we're kind of working on some like original stuff some covers and kind of getting some original stuff kind of fleshed out and doing some jamming and just kind of figuring some stuff out we had uh our lead guitar player just left and went to twin cities uh oh for real yeah davy oh i didn't know that yeah so uh we're like just figuring out what to do after you have such a like he wrote a lot of stuff man like he and a lot of his riffs were super cool and like he uh he added a lot to that group and uh it's gonna be a bummer to not play with him anymore but wow that's the guy with the long hair yeah yeah oh damn yeah. that's crazy yeah dude he's fucking good he's not like i don't think he's like super classically trained necessarily but his ear is so good dude he plays some tasty shit i really enjoyed jamming with him but um yeah he's going up so we're trying out new guitar players just trying out different formats and stuff sure and so it's like you know the winter is a good time to kind of hunker down and like figure yourself out a little bit you know so i think that's kind of the plan with that um other shout outs um i don't i think soul has got something maybe coming up soon we're kind of working on some details on that but that might be something to keep an eye on and then the um the other main thing i'd want to shout out is uh if you're ever in the Cedar Rapids area on the first Thursday of the month, I run a jam at a bar called Moco. Um, we run from seven to midnight. Seven to nine is like you can be under twenty-one and in the bar. I think you, yeah, it, it's you can be. It's a restaurant, so you can be in there under twenty-one. And then once nine o'clock hits, it's twenty-one and over. So you have the, you know, kiddie pool and then adult swim, 
And then um, the rules for the jam are basically no covers, but you can bring originals as long as you can like teach it to the house band well enough that we can play it with you. Like, so we'll do original music and like, we'll generally like, so I have a house band that kind of keeps things together. Like I'll have drums, guitar, um, bass and keys generally. And then people will just like come in and sign up and sit in on the drums of the group or sit in on guitar or whatever. Um, so yeah, we're looking for like more vocalists and honestly, I don't see a ton of rhythm guitar players. That would be cool. Keyboards are always cool. Um, we just ask you, bring your gear. If you've got like a guitar or whatever and be like very respectful with people's gear. But, uh, yes, always, but it's a good time. Like it's a smallish bar, but it's nice and intimate and like the boys on stage have a good time and we have some crazy nights. Oh my gosh. It can be a hell of a party. But yeah, if you're in Cedar Rapids first Thursday, come see me at MoCo. Oh yeah. Well, hey man, uh, Hank, I really appreciate you coming on, man. This mm-hmm. has been a hell of a time. Uh, I really like what you do. I really like, you know, Cedar Rap or, you know, <laughs> Cedar Rapids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, that's how much beer I've had. Yeah. Um, no, reggae Rapids. He didn't eat lunch. <laughs> I did, in fact. I did, in fact, eat lunch. I had a, oh, my bad. a Dave single at Wendy's. That was my lunch. Mm. Dude, yeah. Wendy's. I like Wendy's. I fuck with Wendy's. I fuck with Wendy's. What do you think about Burger King? I like, honestly, Burger King burgers are probably my favorite. Really? No. Yeah. The problem, ah, dude. the problem, though, I feel like is most Burger Kings are absolute trash. They are. But the I like that. The Whoppers are so much. Yeah. It's a disgusting amount. But you can get, like, regular cheeseburgers and shit, too. Like, the, the meat True. part of it is, like, my favorite part. There's other places that, like, Hardee's is charbroiled burgers, too. That's I Hardee's think, is disgusting, though. Yeah, well, I think Hardee's suffers even more from the, like, this place is a shithole. Like, every, you never find a good Hardee's. Yeah. There's no good Hardee's. In my small town, I grew up in the only place you could get burger was Hardee's. Damn. And, like, there were, everybody talked about how people would spit in the food. And so, like, <laughs> I never went. So I never an went. actual nightmare restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, you could get, you get subs, you get tacos. That was the only shit you can get in my town. Oh, my God. Taco John, Subway, I and, like, I you know, Casey's, Pizza yeah. Ranch. Pizza Ranch, you know, the Pizza Ranch headquarters were actually in the town that I grew up in, believe it or not. No shit. Yeah. Did you have the, like, the fundamental store like the first ever pizza ranch in your town uh no nothing like that but i mean it was just the headquarters they they really went all out on it on that pizza ranch store for sure i mean pizza ranch is still crap yeah (laughs) i mean it's like it's got a soft spot in my heart for real just from like being a kid and oh there's a buffet that's true i i do kind of think about like what if i just did just had that night like what if i just like got really drunk and i was like you know what? fuck all my <laughs> preconceived more, notions dude. ambitions yeah i'm just gonna complete let go night and just go to pizza <laughs> go to pizza ranch <laughs> we go spend the buffet and we eat two pizzas worth of pizza yeah i'm gonna dip every pizza slice in ranch absolutely i'm literally i'm gonna get a plate full of ranch dressing <laughs> That's people. That's a people yeah. do. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, the ranch budget through the roof, dude. We gotta cut down on ranch use, you guys. <laughs> it's getting bad out there. I can't. <laughs> Our local supplier is running out of ranch. That's got. That's gonna be the source, right? Like Hidden Valley just has a fucking contract with Pizza Ranch. They're like, yo, just gotta make sure we're totally like, we'll give you some kind of bonus to like make sure we're just totally stocked up. Okay, all time right we'll uh we'll sweeten the deal here for you yeah yeah we got the joe biden special running for you 
we have kids brains the- <laughs> oh no oh no we have children's uh, children's organs, organs the- for sale mm, fresh kitty organs mm. yummy dude did you watch the Dahmer? no uh, no i didn't i i don't want to talk about it too much because we're that was talking a, about tonight but i didn't realize that like i've never so i know of jeffrey Dahmer. like i've yeah. watched various things and heard about him i didn't realize he killed fucking black people like i didn't realize his thing was like it was like drugging black like gay men right or just he, well i don't know i think what he he claimed so Je- this is obviously a, a you know jeffrey Dahmer's take so take it with a grain of salt yeah. obviously but like he said that it wasn't because of race it was just because that's who he's attracted to and that's kind of one that's oh, yeah that's something i wonder too is like is it really because he was you know outwardly racist or was he just attracted to black to men? black men yeah is that like is that racist to like be attracted to black men no I don't exactly think so. no no it is what it is yeah like yeah. i'm not attracted to indian or black women yeah. That doesn't make me racist. That's yeah. just not why. I, I don't like hate those people. No. I'll still interact and talk with them. Yeah. I just don't want to fuck them. You know? Yeah. No, I feel you for sure. I feel you for sure. You sometimes you just like what you like. Sometimes you just don't like what you don't like. You know. Exactly. Exactly. That's like what's the one video of like the person who's like, oh, you wouldn't trans trans person. You're transphobic. Oh my god. It's like shut the fuck. No, up. I don't want to have sex with a trans person. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. No, thank you. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That doesn't make you a bad person. And also, like, why would you want to sleep with someone who doesn't want to sleep with you? That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Sex should be, con- you know. Consensual. Consensual, mutual, etc. Yeah. Safe. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Unless Guys. It's not safe as your thing, and then just be careful <laughs> out there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> So, guys, unless safety is not your deal, which is fine. I mean, that's the essence of the McAllister hours, right? Yes. We don't like safety. No, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. No, Safety's mu- off all the time. As much as we joke around, be consensual. <laughs> yeah. Don't rape people. Don't rape people. Don't. Don't Definitely do, do not rape. Please Official don't. statement of McAllister <laughs> hours. Do not rape. I, you know, right now I'm going to go change the bio. <laughs> Rule <that's>, number one. <laughs> do not rape. I started fucking Fight Club esque this. I have a whole uh, crowd of goons. I'm just like, rule number one: do not rape. Do not rape, please. Let's not fall into the same trap that every <laughs> organization has. Please, let's let's establish this right now. And then you go and beat up fucking rapists, dude. It's fucking exactly. We sleeveless can, jean jackets we can be racist we can be whatever yeah, just whatever. don't don't be racist just don't be don't, rapists don't be rapists racists not rapists <laughs> racist not rapists yeah. towards the jews specifically <laughs> just that one group <laughs> black people they're cool indians <coughs> awesome asians hell yeah jews yeah Naji, but you not know according, according to Kanye west we're all jewish so so then he's not anti-jewish <laughs> That was his argument. Yeah. I, you know, I kind of wish Lex had explored that more. It's like, why yeah. do you think black people and Jewish are the same? It's like, well, 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 because I had an album that said in the second verse. I think it's the- based on like the, I know Ham, allegedly Ham, who's a character in the Old Testament, was black. And so like oh. there's descendants <laughs> from him. So black people are basically drawing their lineage to Ham. And I think Ham might be one of the, 
I don't know. There's so many old Jewish like, uh, like characters or deities or important figures that I just like don't know anything about. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there. I mean, it's a complicated religion, and there's a lot of shit going on. But anyway, uh, I had a guest um, called King Serp, uh, who was on this podcast, and he was like, uh, uh-huh. he like he was asking if I was Jewish. I'm like, no. I was like, what? Am I? Is there something like really Jewy that I'm doing right now? Do I just <laughs> do I exhibit Jewish characteristics? <laughs> I'm like, hey, you have to pay for that water. <laughs> hey, 99 cents, hey. buddy. You have pennies at the ready to give him a penny for change. Keep the change, motherfucker. If you Fuck want this you. water, you have to pay. Yeah. yeah. You tell him, he tells you to keep the change, you still give him the penny, just like slide it on the table. Wouldn't that be great if like that was a bit in the podcast? If like, like hey, you want water? Be like, yeah, $1, $1 please. It's a dollar. <laughs> That would honestly be a great bit. That would. That would and be just like, a bit. Uh, are you, right, serious? Are you serious? <laughs> that would like if somebody didn't know you or didn't know the bit, they would be so just like, bro, what the fuck is your what? Are you Jewish? <laughs> just immediately right off the cuff. <laughs> well, I'm not black, so yeah. True. <laughs> be russian or slavic uh all right guys check out hank and his shit reggae rapid uh reggae, reggae rapids god damn you know we've had a little too much to drink when i can't even get the band right and shit Jeez, um man. but hey man it's been a great time having you yeah, on for sure i've had a great time yeah it's been fun it's, yeah. like i said we've interacted in line a lot so it's good to actually get in the studio yeah. um guys stay tuned uh we're here every monday and thursday at 7 p.m and we have a patreon please go subscribe to that if you want extra content um yeah and like i said go check out reggae rapids um i went you know to their one of the festivals they were at and they have a really good vibe they're really good people they have great music so please go check them out yep. all right peace everybody have peace. a good night don't forget the jam <laughs>